0: This episode of Dungeon Crawler's Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, where adventure begins. Check out their website at gamersinlehigh.com. It's time. Time to power power up. Autobots, roll out. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh yeah! The geek revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawler's Radio.
1: Okay everybody, just so you know, we are recording this episode through Skype because we will be running amok at FanX 2015 in Salt Lake City, so please excuse any audio issues, this is not a normal thing, just out getting crazy and geeking up. Thanks.
2: Welcome to another exciting episode of Dental dollars Radio, where it's Thursday and we're not here. Ooh. Nope. <laughs> we are not managed
3: not only figured out time travel, we've also figured out teleportation, like instantaneous teleportation. Yes. And possibly cloning <laughs> as well.
2: We are all figures seems- of your imagination now.
1: <laughs> it seems like every episode we invent something even more awesome than the previous one.
2: I know. Well, yeah. We have to. We have
1: to keep <laughs> delivering, baby.
2: You know, we don't need a Pikachu anymore. We got a transporter. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you guys had a Pikachu? We had a TARDIS that was powered by a Pikachu. I need it. Yeah.
4: So we'll just give it to but Alan. Well we got it. We, yeah yeah, we'll just we'll yard sale it, you know, we'll just let it go for like fifty cents.
5: Yes. <laughs> <Darn>. <laughs>
1: that's right, we gotta we gotta share the love, man.
4: So Yeah, that's true. For
2: those of you that don't know who we are, this is Revan.
4: It's a guy named Joe. And Sakura. Hey, it's, a it's a word Drew.
2: And the special guest for tonight is
5: uh, my name is Alan. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: uh, my
1: name's
2: Alan. Dude, that's totally I don't know, how I'm I introduced saying.
5: myself the first
1: time.
2: It is. It Hi,
3: makes. Alan. Uh, this is Drew. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: you guys didn't coach me. You're like, okay. got to coach me on this. We don't coach. We don't coach. We just go for it. Uh, I'm paladin on the website. I've written an article. Yes. You, so,
2: yes, I'm paladin. Yes, yes. On the
1: uh, so yeah, I, our, our special our special guest is the guy who has the most popular article in Dungeon Crawler history on the website.
0: Yes. <laughs> wow. So I'm we really love smarter. we love you for that. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll
5: uh, I'll try to repeat later.
2: That'd be awesome. There you go.
5: So I if have you some, do that like every
1: day.
2: That'd be great. I have some really <laughs> cool news. So um, we've been doing this for quite a while. Um, the show, and we've had many authors come on the show. However. I was just notified today of an of an author we've had on the show before, Tom Doyle, that wants to come back on the show for his second book. And he was he was he loved us so much the first interview he did that we are actually listed in the acknowledgments for his second book.
1: Wow. Dungeon Crawler. <laughs> Say in. what now?
2: Yeah. Dungeon Crawler's radio that's is in the acknowledgment of his next book, which is just pretty that's, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah.
3: That is really cool.
5: So. That's fantastic. Holy cow.
2: Yeah. I thought that was pretty Aww. sweet when he told us that.
1: So what we need to do now is we need to thunderclap an announcement about his second book yep. and then just tell everybody that they need to read the acknowledgments and then when he hits New York Times bestseller everybody'll see our name.
2: <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, the book doesn't come out till August. But That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got time.
1: We do. It's a slow-rolling
2: thunderclap. It is. Which, I, you know, I thought was pretty cool, you know. Um, it was fun We're having Tom on the show, and for him to do that for us, that's just amazing.
1: Just imagine what we would have done if I was on the show when you interviewed him. I know. We'd have, like, characters featured after us.
2: Well, Ow. I have a I have a caricature of myself. Howard did it. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, I, was, yeah, I, was, I did I was one, just, too. I was he being made... really
5: cocky. <laughs>
2: did, he made Howard one... did that for me. He made me a hobbit. I, I was a wizard,
5: I, I'm six foot two.
1: I mean, portrayed
5: as a hobbit, the, the giant <laughs> hobbit. It was it was years ago, back when they were doing XDM, and I was working at the uh, at the Dragon's Keep. Yeah. And so he comes up to me, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to use you as a piece of art in XDM," and I'm like, "That sounds awesome, right? Yeah. Super cool. Famous author's going to use me, you know, whatever." He's like, "I made you a hobbit," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Like Howard, Howard to me, you know, Howard's like what's he five eight? I'm like four inches taller than Howard. I'm like it seems unfair. I uh, yeah. you're like six inches
2: taller than. You hobbits like a a are awesome,
3: than. though. No, well, hobbits
2: are great, but th- this is Howard's w- way of making you, you know, under him because so, you're taller <laughs> than him, and so he has to. true. He has to draw you as a short hobbit so that he feels empowered. I don't know. No, Howard's awesome. <laughs>
1: Howard, he if he's doing, colors. if I want he's Howard doing these me, like uh, physical, if he's doing these physical reversal things, then is he going to make me skinny when he draws me?
5: Hey, maybe yeah. you never know. <laughs> you know, that's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of magic in art, Drew. That's all I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> I know my wife works in Photoshop daily. It's like, hey, get <laughs> out the get out the handsome tool and then paint my picture, and then get out the weight loss tool and paint my picture.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
5: I didn't know they made tools for that. that.
1: Well, a brush.
5: Excuse me, brushes. <laughs> a brush. <laughs> Filters, the weight loss filter, the handsome filter, yeah. yeah. the not bald filter. I need a not bald filter. Do they have a not bald filter? Gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I purposefully shave my hair, so I can't say I'm bald. Okay. It, the, the major thing is it my hair... Isn't receding? It's just migrating down to my beard. So.
2: Okay, yeah, there it is. It's just moving. <laughs>
1: migrating. So, it's a
5: migration, not a recession. <laughs> it doesn't
1: work.
0: It doesn't
5: work in the economy. I don't think it works with hair. <laughs>
1: I don't know. There's we can make lot.
4: Drew. Uh, we can make word Drew a case study, though. We can see if that. A, there's uh, a lot of.
1: Old. I'm making myself sound like a freaking troll or something right now. <laughs> A word, Drew. I'm the handsomest person on DCR. Hey. (laughs) I don't really know if that's true or not, but I'm just feeling really cocky tonight.
5: (laughs) Look, word, Drew. Nobody would ever know. (laughs) Nope.
1: I have a face made for internet radio.
2: However, if you do want to see (laughs) us, since it is Thursday and we've spent an entire day at Fanex, well, some of us have. Some of some others of us have not partaken of that. (laughs) And you'll uh, never know. You'll never know. Yep. But, you know, you can catch us wandering the hallways. We'll be there, you know, today. We were there today. We'll be there Friday, and we'll be there Saturday. Yep. And there's many panels that we're on, and yeah. Oh, yeah?
5: What, What panels are you guys doing? That sounds awesome.
2: Yes. Johanna has the master list somewhere, so I need to check her schedule calendar, so Zakora can probably check that well, out for us. If, yeah, they, if
1: just... they want to know, all they have to do is go to DungeonCrawlersRadio.com and we have a post-up, and you can find our panel list in the event section of the website. DungeonCrawlersRadio.com
5: That's great. That's so, great. like, are these panels... I like, are these open to the public? Can anybody go? Yep.
2: Yes, they're all open to the public. Because we're cool like that, we don't charge.
1: Like, <laughs> could well we could. except for you still have to get into the convention. Yes.
2: So, which is really weird this year because they've, they've gone with these wristbands that have RFID chips in them. So, if you take your wristband off, you're you're pretty much hosed. You cannot get in without this wristband, which is weird. Um, just talking to them, it's. A better, more efficient way for them to monitor how many people are in the convention center. So that they're not just guessing for like, uh, the fire marshal and stuff like that. <laughs> but it is weird having a, a physical microchip that is tracking all of my movements. It knows when I'm going yeah. to the bathroom. It knows. <laughs> yeah. It knows when I'm somewhere I'm not supposed to be.
3: Yeah.
2: It's creepy. Oh, that's funny. So. so it,
3: You want me to go over the panel list? Yes, go over the panel list. Yes. Okay, so for Revan, on Thursday at 4 o'clock in room 250A, he'll be participating in comic books on television featuring Marvel comic books.
2: Which is really crazy because that's like right at the very beginning.
3: Yep, that's like as soon as the doors open. I think the doors open for... um, for some people, at three o'clock.
2: It's yeah, three o'clock's for VIP, um, but for
3: VIP, public
2: yeah. is four o'clock. Yeah. Oh
3: well, no, yeah. As soon as it starts.
2: This is the weird thing. Marvel isn't on television, so I don't know what we're talking about. Unless
4: it's. Wait, isn't Agent of well, the Shield? Mar- to, well, they're about to. be.
2: Well, I mean, Agents of Shield and yeah. and uh, Agent Carter is the only thing they really have. Marvel wise, but for right now, right now, I know yes. the Daredevil thing's rolling out, and David Tennant yeah. has been cast as a villain, which is awesome.
3: <gasps> oh my gosh! So,
2: but that's going straight to Netflix, so we'll see.
3: Still Why counts. are you laughing? Because
2: you went, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> it's
4: Even pretty sure, you, I can tell.
2: So, <laughs> I think we're. Going I went too. To, I was just on mute. Yeah, I yeah, think I we're we're going to invent a new game here. At. at Fan and it's how many times does Zakora <laughs>
4: pass out when Matt Smith walks by? Or cry. Yeah, or cry. I don't know, I think, I think we can get everyone in, involved in this and we can call it like, Count the Swoon. Yeah, Count the Swoon. <laughs> and so it's just, yeah, how many times each of us, Ooh. like, but just Ooh. between the whole five of us,
3: Ooh, how game, many uh, times
4: we swoon. So it's a game of swoons then.
3: That would be,
0: yeah, there I you go. It, I <laughs> <laughs> we
3: should do it. Um, that pun yeah, makes me sad.
0: <laughs> I know it does.
3: I've totally been daydreaming about, like, accidentally bumping into him and what would happen, and it just kind of happens. Like, I'll just be sitting there, and all of a sudden, I'm daydreaming about Matt Smith.
1: <laughs> oh, Matt Smith, I didn't mean to accidentally bump into you and caress your lips with my cheek and forehead. See, this is the weird thing. You
2: know, she's joking about this, but out of all of us, she's the only one that has had a full personal conversation with Nathan Fillion. You know, the rest of us. You know, there's a couple. Well, I'm the only one. Never mind.
4: Yeah, the rest of us have again swooned and and,
2: uh, taken a picture with him and and you know Adam Baldwin, but. She literally got to talk to him and met his girlfriend and all these other things, so...
3: I did, it's true. Yeah. It was kind of... It was interesting, I'm not going to lie. I He was a lot um, shyer than I expected him to be because it wasn't actually... He wasn't out on the floor or anything. It was back in... um, The green room. room. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was a lot more chill and laid back and kind of shy. I was surprised. But he seemed nice enough and his girlfriend was really pretty. So, dang it. Nathan, freaking (laughs) Phelian, you better be. (laughs) No, it was was
2: awesome. Were you that surprised?
3: Was I surprised that he was shy? Are you that surprised
5: that she's pretty? No. Like, come on.
3: Oh, that his girlfriend's pretty? No. I was hoping that, you know, she wasn't as pretty as she was, but.
1: My my only claim to fame with Nathan Fillion is that I almost dated a girl that claimed to have dated him while she was in New
4: York. So mm. I don't. <laughs> six <laughs> degrees of Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> I don't need any six degrees, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
4: you were right there.
1: <laughs> well, we're we're all two degrees now, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so so hey, the schedule thing's awesome, but they're gonna listen everyone's going to be hearing this after four
4: o'clock on thursday
2: yeah that's oh, that's true. Right. Let's
4: keep going yeah so what's good yeah what's gonna be next
3: well should i start with should i just go friday what, all the ones okay just start with friday we can do cool friday. all right so friday um daniel or revan will be in can't someone make a decent D&D movie. They made Lord of the Rings. Why can't they make a decent D&D movie? It starts at 1130 and it's in room 151G. I
2: can tell you so, why. They've got no hobbits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever, man. Marlon Wayans I, uh, is in a D&D movie. Like, that's awesome.
2: And was horrible.
3: You know,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. There's Any Wayans
3: as a thief? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. There's a D and D movie that I saw. It's actually German. Mm-hmm. It's all in German. So you have to watch it in English subtitles. What was the so name if of you it? can, I'm, I'm trying to look because they changed the name for because um, it became more popular. So let, let me look it up. Because if, it's, if, if it. it's
2: the weird one with the the dead dragon or the other weird one with the the fell, I've watched all of them. They're still horrible.
4: <laughs> I don't know I don't remember either. You...
2: I have watched all four D&D movies I unfortunately own them uh, <laughs> you know you didn't have to own them Um, yeah I mean they were only in the dollar bin but I own them such yeah. is
1: the level of Revan's nerd yes. that he had to own them <laughs> exactly
5: so, hey, Rev if yeah. it helps I'm with you in the same boat okay, okay. <laughs> They're all terrible. I own them all. I exactly. watch them all regularly. Uh huh. I do. And every time I watch, right. Every time you watch, it, you're like, yeah. this is awful. What am I doing with my life? Then you come everything. <laughs> you
2: know, just Jeremy Irons, you know, and. Yeah. You know, hm. How could. How could Ooh, excuse that, me. That's the thing that really upset me. Jeremy Irons is an amazing villain. And they could have done so much with him. And he was a horrible mage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wasn't wasn't Marlon Waynes the thief too
2: he, yeah he was the yeah. thief him and, Ripley, him and Ripley which was uh, Justin Wayland, which eventually became Gosh. some weird fighter thing
4: fighter rogue yeah I think that's what they were trying to go for
2: yeah and then, but... and, then the, and then the weird short haired elf woman that Marlon Wayne uh... had the thing for and I mean the dwarf was funny I'll give him that much
5: I was so confused throughout that movie.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the the weird the weird um, carpet that suddenly became a bowl of mush.
5: Yeah, and what was with like the Indiana Jones ripoff right in the middle?
2: I know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because they could. I don't know.
3: Okay, I found it. All right. Okay. I found it. It's originally called Astropia, okay. but it because that's the name of the game store that's in the movie but it's called Dorks and Damsels and it was made back in 2007 <laughs> I I know it's like there's just something about it that just totally captures the feel about playing a D&D game with your friends
0: um, so uh, it's
3: on Amazon Prime
2: yeah. or it's on Revan's uh, movie shelf hey you've seen it? <laughs> yes
3: you don't like uh, it to be fair. it's so cute <laughs>
2: What, yeah, let's, Rev, let's what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know.
3: I mean,
4: let's be honest.
3: It was, it was a really low budget, and yeah. I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, well, this is a lame movie. It's not like Lord of the Rings, but it captures the essence. Hmm.
5: If they made a Kickstarter for an RPG <laughs> called Damsels in Distress, or whatever that movie was called, I would buy the crap out of that game.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you'd probably also have like nine bajillion feminist movements. After kind you. of clamoring for your demise. That's what we're real here. That,
5: I'm not saying if that I, I back the just, movie... I would just give them my money.
3: <laughs> my the money. <laughs> about, here you the cool part about this movie is she's actually not really a damsel. She ends up like... they They add her character in she joins this group and she's like all scantily clad like and she's like I'm not wearing this give me some armor and then she ends up like saving herself at the end of the movie it's pretty cool
5: spoiler alert sorry yeah now I can't watch it what am I gonna do did you know that yeah, what's Luke's father like what is that <laughs> However, to
1: see Here's movie, all I'm like, saying. If, you want to if, s- if I saw on Kickstarter that they were advertising they want to make a movie called Dorks and Damsels, I would back it, and I would probably be disappointed because I'd be expecting something else.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you want to watch a really good representation of what LARP is, but a really bad movie, uh, on Netflix you can uh, check out Knights of Badassness. Dumb. Yeah. Badassness. It has Peter Dinklage in it. Yep. I need Probably. to check that out. I
1: so I don't LARP, but I own Darkon, yeah. uh, which is another awesome movie about Larping. <laughs> um, but even though I don't LARP, but it was like this is a nerd movie. I'm totally buying this, and I wanted to get Knights of Badass them just because
2: Dinklage is in it.
4: Yeah, I it and Peter Dinklage makes everything better. It
2: seriously, I sat down watching this because Dan Wells and I were talking about it, and I sat down and watched it and. I'm like, all right, this is really showing what LARP is like. It's kind of funny. And then it takes this weird turn and becomes a horror movie.
0: Huh.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. I'm just going to throw that out there. If you don't like horror movies, probably (laughs) don't watch it. You know, but it was funny. I'll give it that much. Did any
3: of you ever – oh, sorry.
2: No, I was just going to say, you know, and then – The cool part is Peter Dinklage is resurrected, and, you know, he becomes this weird ghost warrior and
4: saves the day. It's awesome.
0: Cool.
1: Spoiler alert. (laughs) Two.
5: (laughs) Okay.
4: Yeah, (laughs) why would I watch these now? You need to put a
5: spoiler Um, tag before
2: the episode. All right, well. Go ahead.
3: Let's move on, maybe, and continue talking about the panels. Panels,
2: yes. Yes. Yes.
3: Okay, so Revan is in another one on Friday at 1230. Called heroes, villains, and antiheroes in Harry Potter.
2: Which I have no clue how I got on this panel, folks. <laughs> do you, do you want to sub me in on that one, man? I'd
1: sit in on that one. I hate
2: Harry Potter. What? <laughs> I do. I, I can't stand. Just... I can't stand her writing. <laughs> I have not read a single book. I tried to read the first one. It drove me nuts. I've seen the movie, so I guess that works. <laughs>
4: Close enough. Yeah. yeah. Or at least, I guess, by panel standards, close enough. Yeah. I hate her writing, but I've never read her book. That seems weird.
2: Well, I've read yeah. halfway through the first book, and I just – the way she writes just drove me nuts.
3: I really I'm enjoyed probably, it, but I also grew up on it as a kid, so.
5: Yeah. yeah. Ah, I'm probably
2: going to yep. get hate
1: mail for this, but that's how I was with The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings.
3: Well, see, I can
2: understand that. because I'm going to hate mail now. Tolkien is really difficult to read, especially The Lord of the Rings, because he wanders and he spends a lot of time on something that has nothing to do with the story. And something really important, like the final battle, is a paragraph. Why? Because, but you know, Bilbo gets knocked out, who cares? Um, you know, him and C.S. Lewis did that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, C.S. Lewis, C.S. <laughs> no, uh, Lewis. C.L. Alan's Lewis. getting revved up. That's okay. I still am a huge... <laughs> Huge fan. I still love Tolkien. I still love The Hobbit, but I'm not revved up so much as deflated. I know, that's okay.
5: <laughs>
4: Aww. Deflated. Oh no, not cool. All right, what's the next one?
3: Okay, um, I'm just going by person because it's easier. Sure. Um So your uh, Revan's last one is on Saturday, and it starts at 7 p.m. and it's telling stories in RPGs. Oh,
2: so should be And Drew's in this one too.
3: And, yes, and Drew is on that one as well. And so is Tracy
2: Hickman. Where, Drew. Drew. Yeah, Tr- Drew? Tracy Hickman's on this, too, and I'm no longer the moderator. Squeak. Yeah. Yes. Brian, I, Brian Young is now the uh, the moderator. He is with Big Shiny Robot. Apparently, he proposed this, which makes no sense because we proposed it, too. But, anyways, whatever. Huh. Okay.
3: So, yeah, and then um, <laughs> I... I am on a couple of panels. I have one on Thursday, so you're hearing this, and it's already finished, but it was about nerdy girls and the rise of girl power. So if you were there, uh, it was
2: awesome, and you should just run yeah. out in the streets and not riot, but just scream and yell and throw your fake nerd foam swords at people.
3: Maybe. Because it was that awesome.
0: <laughs> I don't
3: know that. Um And then on Friday, I have one uh, – at eleven a.m., it's the weight in verse, past, present, and future of Joss. So I am really excited about this because I love Joss Whedon. And so. I'm so happy you're on that one.
4: Yeah, that's that's gonna be a good fit. So what, um, I guess what part are you gonna be more focused on? Then what, I mean, what what are you gonna be putting your attention to?
3: Oh, I probably honestly will put a lot of attention on past stuff because, mm-hmm. um, I. That's when I started loving Joss Whedon was way back in, like, the, you know, Buffy and, like, Buffy the movie, then Buffy the series and Angel and Dollhouse. Yeah. And um, all of his past stuff, like, back in the 90s was amazing. And then, of course, Firefly was amazing. Yeah,
4: yeah, um, it was a, yeah an important cultural footprint.
3: Yeah, so I'm probably going to talk end up talking a lot about that but he has some really awesome um new stuff he did a shakespeare um rendition last year much ado about nothing it's all in black and white they shot the two weeks of the writer's strike in his house they like cleared out his house and shot it in two weeks just him and his friends like and it's amazing it's on Netflix, it? I think, still. Yeah, I loved it. It's like a modern version. And the way that they did it is just, I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I mean, I love Matthew Bernard and, and Emma Thompson. Or, well,
1: and but what you do is probably my it- favorite Shakespeare play, so.
3: Yeah, me too. I, I need so, to check it out. It's obviously It's really, really good probably not gonna like if you're a traditional shakespeare person you might not like it as much but i loved it so and then of course avengers so there's just so much good stuff and then possible stuff that he's going to be working on it's going to be hard but i'm excited needless to say <laughs>
4: <laughs> i guess i didn't miss no. anything <laughs> okay so what well, well, then what's well, next
3: And then next on Friday um, at 2.30, I am in a panel called Daily Life of a Geek Girl. Um, So that should be fun. I don't really know. It's kind of hard to prepare for something like that because you have no idea really what they're going to ask you. That, like, the moderator (laughs) is going to bring up, you know? But I don't know. should be cool. I wake (laughs)
1: up. I put on my (laughs) underwomen boy shorts. I put on my power boots. Strap on some some gold dangle uh, bangles and wristbands and
2: okay I'm glad you uh, start... get
1: my black eyeliner.
2: I'm glad you added that because when you said booze I was thinking of Howard Taylor. Well what?
1: Howard huh? I, I mean, puts on, on his I power boots. On so oh. yeah. Anyway. I, that's just what I that's how I dress on Thursdays.
2: Oh that's how you dress on Thursdays all right. Yeah
1: my Wonder Woman boy shorts.
2: <laughs> oh yay for you. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Got your underoos going on. You know? Yeah. So Yeah,
3: I don't I don't think my rendition will be that exciting.
2: Well, <laughs> panels are, panels are tough because you have I mean, you know, you you hear the title and you're like, "Okay, I can do that." But then you get yeah. a moderator that throws you a left hook that has nothing to do with the panel. You know, I've been on a couple of those where, you know, it's like, you know, dragons in fantasy literature and you're like alright I can do this and mm. then they're like let's talk about the dragons in you know Lord of the Rings and you're like okay I got that next let's discuss the <laughs> mythology of dragons in the ancient Chinese culture and you're like what uh, <laughs> I did not read up on that one <laughs> Like, okay uh, I'll wing it you know it's <laughs> What is a spirited away? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's really tough with panels because you can, I mean, you can research all you want, kind of get your idea, okay, this is my game plan. Mm -hmm. But then that moderator, they're the ones that literally guides the discussion, and it's really tough to know what they're going to do, unless you know the moderator. Great. So, Yeah.
3: Yeah. It should be fun though. Whatever happens, it'll be interesting. And I've got my gummy bears ready to go.
2: I am so sick of gummy bears. You can keep them. I just I oh. just went through a six pound bag of gummy bears that I got on my birthday. Oh yeah. They did not last a month. Mhm.
3: Yeah, I think I've got a five pound bag. So I
2: still have we'll my see. figure. So it hey, should last good. three days. Yeah. I may totally? have to steal some of those gummy bears, though. I may need peps. pep. I'm really thinking about bringing energy drinks. but. Oh, okay. I'm totally bringing energy drinks. No.
4: Like, that's not no, question. Rev does not get energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, we're Drew and Zakora. You're fine. You're totally cool. You guys have drink, energy drinks all you want. No, Rev does not. That's Wait, like giving a crack at a crack.
3: <laughs> I thought that, that caffeine made you sleepy, Revan.
2: Caffeine does, but like ginseng and other stuff that they put in. Uh, energy drinks. Oh, boy. They're, they're you turn
3: into Hammy the squirrel.
2: Pretty much. The, um, there is, a, there is a, a a known universal rule that I am not allowed to have pixie sticks or energy drinks while DMing.
1: Wow. That's good to know.
2: Yeah, most That's people – That's probably a good idea. Yeah, let's just say the party does not like the outcome. <laughs> yeah. And I think the same rule applies with conventions. So I think, I think, yeah, Joe was there at one of them where I got a Mountain Dew that had like a ginseng boost to it.
4: Yeah, you got the blue Mountain Dew, and then you ended up like cracked out of your mind.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. It was was (laughs) awesome and crazy all at the same time. You know, just trying to stand in one place was like, literally, it was like, so we're clear. Yes,
5: I'm gonna spike all of Rev's drinks with Mountain Dew now. (laughs)
4: you would Alan all I've I've
5: heard is make sure Rev drinks an energy drink
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say this Fiasco would have been completely different if I would have been on a Blue Mountain Dew
5: oh we gotta play that at LTUE yeah we
2: could speaking of LTUE you guys
3: are going to be on some panels at LTUE why don't you tell us about those
2: we're on a crap load of panels at LTUE. Yeah,
4: know, We're going to be so all I over think,
2: the freaking place. So
1: anyway, so here's the thing. Um, if you're listening to this Thursday night, get your butts down to um, to FanX uh, down at the Salt Palace Friday or Saturday. Um, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and let us know you're coming, and we'll, we can meet up and give you a high five or whatever. We have But for LTUE, yeah, make sure we're
2: on the yeah, we got
4: buttons. Oh, we got buttons. buttons. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, yeah, make sure we uh, we're hitting up the social media too. Yep.
1: Um, Anyways, okay. Other than that, uh, we'll post our schedule for LTUE when our panel, like when it gets a little bit closer. Right now, you can go and see all of our panels for Fanx on the website at Dungeoncallerradio.com under events. But then we'll post. The panels too, but we can kind of just roughly talk about them. Like I'm on four panels at LTV and then I'm also playing in the Magic the Gathering celebrity, uh, draft tournament. So that sounds awesome. And I feel like I've lied to people to be called a celebrity for that thing, but <laughs>
2: hey, you you you're sitting at the table with the likes of Brandon Sanderson. You are a celebrity yep. now, sir.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll feel uh, after our telling stories and RPGs with Tracy Hickman panel, I'll totally feel like a celebrity for go. a while. So there
4: you go. See, there you go. Yeah, see, it's called the rub, and in the, in the wrestling business we call this a rub. Yeah. you're getting the rub from Tracy.
2: There. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, what? <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> is Does
4: that make of? you
1: uncomfortable? Yeah. Is this, Moving is on! This, is, this, is this like a wrestling term or something? I don't yes, know. Yes, that's <laughs> what he said. Oh, yeah. it's okay.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, okay. it doesn't always work, but it's a real thing. And I think okay. Joe, Joe's on like seven or eight
2: panels at LTUE, correct? It's crazy. And I'm on nine, so it's we're going to be busy.
4: We're going to have fun. Oh,
1: Rev, you have too many. You should give me the uh, miniatures
2: panel.
4: Uh, We'll sneak you in I right? think you should, actually. That's actually a good idea. I don't
2: have the say, though. So, uh-huh. I don't have the say over oh. that, but I can let them know. But it, it's... Yeah, there we go. N- to N- Negotiating with...
1: panels. Yeah. If I would have known that we would have gotten every panel we signed up for, I would have signed up for more.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should always go for more.
1: I guess. I was like... I'm going to be humble and modest and just sign up for, like, three or four, and I got them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, boy, did ya. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Joe, you? Yeah. Know, Joe, which we'll...
1: one are you looking most forward to?
4: For mine? Yeah. Um. Let's see here. The Miniatures one does have me pretty stoked. I don't really, really get to talk about stuff like that very much, and I usually reserve that sort of... Talk for only my close my close circle of friends just because it's like I don't share that with a lot of people. Um, let's see here. You never talked to. I'm just going over my list. Probably video games and human reactions. Cool. Um, I I'll be on the panel called Video Games and Human Human Reactions on um 3 p.m. on uh, was that Friday the. Friday the thirteenth, thirteenth. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth at three p.m. But I'll be on that one with uh, with uh, Tracy Mangum, Brandon Gillespie, and Doctor Michael Call, and oh, and Jessica Fowler. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong. Yeah, Jessica Fowler. So. So yep. Hopefully, hopefully that one will be a little more productive, especially because there's an actual doctor on there.
1: An actual. I'm an actual doctor.
4: Yeah, yeah, someone with the actual title Doctor, so I don't just have to say, well, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. (laughs) Now someone can just say, I am a doctor, and I'll be like, well, all right, then I'll be shutting up.
1: (laughs) Dr. Herman, paging Dr. Herman.
4: So I don't know if
2: uh, you guys saw this. (laughs) About 34 minutes ago, uh, FantasyCon uh, Mm -hmm. just announced that Doug Jones will be returning for FilmQuest in June uh, as one of the uh, celebrity judges. So that will be fun. We can probably
4: very nice. Again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah.
2: And That's awesome. Let's just say the man loves to hug. Yep.
1: Yeah, it was, I love. I love to hug.
4: Yeah.
2: He, he he hugs. He doesn't stop hugging. So a good hugger <laughs> too. Yeah.
4: Don't stop mm-hmm. the hugging. Yep, you,
2: you should stop the singing. Yeah. And moving on. Uh
1: so, Jeff, which panel are you looking most forward to at
2: LTE? At I, I don't know. I've got a lot of good ones. Um, you know, GMing, keeping your players from wanting to kill you is an awesome one. Uh, I'm on that one with Drew. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That one's a fun one. I'm really looking kind of for the board game design one. Uh, Drew, myself, and Tracy Hickman's on that one, so... They'll get yeah. you trained from we sitting need, next to Tracy Hickman.
1: We need to get Alan on that one.
2: Um, you know, I, I'm also looking forward to the get the back to basics, no extended universe for Star Wars. That'll be a fun one to talk about. So, and I'm on that with Joe. So feel the nerd rage. I know.
1: <laughs> so. It's gonna get hot and heavy up in there. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know, I. I, mean, they, I I have, to, I have to say, I'm really impressed with the panels that LTUE has rolled out. I mean, you've got yeah. everything from every realm of geekness, but also within that, you have some really good panels that are really informative if you want to write and learn how to write or how to build stories and things like that, you know, board game design. Uh, so I'm really excited because in the past, it's really been focused on writing. It's been just writing oh, yeah. over. Well, it is
4: a writers' symposium. Yeah, it's, it is. That's what they're all about. You know,
2: and when we've gone there, it's been like, oh yeah, we want you guys involved on panels, and we get maybe one or two about podcasting, and we're like, put in the. It's like putting baby in the corner. We're in this weird room off to the side that no one can find, oh. and
4: we're lucky if we can get two <laughs> people in there. <laughs> so. that, okay, yeah, that did happen quite a bit at first, I won't, yeah. I won't lie, that was. But that I, was I really think of course.
2: they've got their head on this year and you know last year they did a really good job too but i really think that they're they're really improving it to be a, a stand symposium slash convention um so I, i'm excited i definitely am mm-hmm.
1: what about uh what about alan what's your what which one are you most excited about bud
2: oh man i am a you know
5: the uh the one on saturday uh, the schlock and mercenary rpg design panel with howard <laughs>
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Plug. Why, there why is no self
4: pimping yeah, there at all. BAM! Get that slip that right in there. <laughs> for
2: those <laughs> of you that don't know, Alan is very biased.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm uh, Hey, nothing I am
5: wrong with lead. that. Yeah. I am the lead designer and frankly sole designer of the upcoming Flock mercenary RPG. Look for it on Kickstarter in three to four months.
4: Woo That's
1: awesome, man. That is awesome. Uh, What what time is that at, dude? I want to go to that if I'm not on the panel.
2: It's at 12 on Saturday, I believe. Crap! I'm doing my Star Wars one or I'd be sitting in there. Oh, dude, I'll totally be there.
5: Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be me and Howard talking schlock and RPGs and where the ideas came from. And I'm really pumped because the uh, schlock RPG, I play a lot of RPGs. I mean, Rev and Drew can attest to my shelves of RPGs in my home. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) You know, I the Shock Mercenary RPG is gonna be something you've never seen before. It's gonna to be totally cutting edge and I'm really excited to talk about that. So
1: Yeah, we wanna we wanna talk to you on a separate show too, and you can tell us about your your RPG engine that you created and that kind of stuff too, because it sounds freaking amazing.
5: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, you know, I'm always, you know, happy to talk about it. Yeah, so free publicity I wanna,
1: Yeah, man. Some free
5: publicity. I wanna
1: I wanna do an addendum. Rev, I don't know if if I told you this or if Alan told you this, but we phoned we phoned a friend to get the recommendation for Shadows of Esther with Alan. You remember that yeah. episode? Yeah. For Gamer Forge, well, I mm-hmm. had a printout of the email and he read the full email from the game uh, the Gamer Forge uh-huh. and he goes, "Dude, if I would have read this, there's like five other RPGs I could have recommended." Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so. <laughs> One wasn't enough. Let's give you half a dozen dark fantasy RPGs that are about monster hunting.
2: Yeah, that was just the one that came to me, you know, first to mind. It seemed to it would fit, and I'm sure, you know, there are many, many more. So. Yeah,
0: there's
5: a, there's a thousand and one RPGs, right? Yeah. Like, you can never run out of ideas.
2: And uh, Alan but, uh, owns half of them, so...
5: No, I would I would say like a little over two thirds. Oh, two thirds. All right, two two
4: thirds.
2: (laughs) I
5: want I want my budget and my finances to be to credit where they are for taking a load of buying (laughs) every RPG
4: that comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Hey, at least he's at least he's being priorities.
1: Mm Mhm. What What you're really saying is. You don't want to live on the top floor of a condo because your floor is going to collapse with the weight of RPGs.
5: Did I tell you what I got for my birthday? So my birthday's coming up, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got three new Pen Dragon books.
1: Yeah.
5: And, you know, the last thing I needed was another three books. But, uh, now I have another full shelf, so I got to buy a new bookcase.
2: Nice. <laughs> Hello, I Ikea. <laughs>
5: I, me- I measure my RPGs in bookcases now.
4: <laughs> you just buy them in bulk, you just grab a shovel and just be like, alright, how-, how many pounds can I get for this much for-, for 20 bucks?
1: If the average RPG thickness is a Savage World's core rule book, I have seven RPG bookcases. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a CAT problem or something.
5: Yeah. If Alan has 500 RPGs and he gives three to Joe, how many RPGs does Alan have left? (laughs) Screw
1: you, Joe. I wanted those three.
5: All
0: right. Because
5: Alan would never give his three to Joe.
0: He would never give his
5: three to anybody. (laughs) Are you kidding? I uh, I made a document on my Google Drive where if I loan somebody an RPG, I check it out to them. Hey, I do that, too. And I know. I'm like, okay. So and so has this book. I need my Doctor Who 50th anniversary RPG book back, or I'll never see it again. It's been out for two weeks. I'm freaking out. (laughs) You start getting the itch a
1: little bit, start scratching at the neck. Like, where's my Doctor Who book?
2: Come on, man. Oh no, there's a (laughs) disturbance in the force. Someone spilt coffee. My book.
5: I know. Next thing, I'm gonna have like a little disclaimer, like if you destroy my book, you have to replace it with a book of equivalent or greater value.
4: Mm-hmm. See, well, there you go. I mean, if you're the one loaning it out, you sort of get a certain degree of uh, you, you can dictate conditions of it being loaned,
0: <laughs> right? Just make people sign a disclaimer.
5: Yeah, low, that's true. But to circle back, so, like so, LUV's new game track this year, mm-hmm. like the new game track they've done. This is the first time they've really done this. Yeah. You know, I've been to a few times, and this this game track is fantastic. Like, if you hit every panel on this game track, you will learn so much, and you will get so much. Like, I'm so excited to go to some of these board game panels. You know, mm-hmm. as with the RPG design, I, I've done some board game design, and I'm excited to see from like Tracy Hickman, you know, uh, other Drew who's who's done a got a new board game coming out. All this stuff that I don't know, I'm going to hear from these people who are experienced in the industry. And LTV's really become this sort of, like, science fiction, fantasy, almost industry yeah. symposium instead of writing. It's kind of expanded into just every aspect of the industry.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, and been to, a, to be totally been a,
1: fair, my... I'm sorry, buddy, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good, go. I was just going to say, to be totally fair, my board game desi- design credits are writing credits, but, um, <laughs> you know, hey... <laughs> It works. Hey, hey, take the free
5: plug. We've talked about a few. But uh, they've really expanded what they're doing, and it's really exciting to sit down and look at the schedule and be like, all right, you know, I
2: have to be on this panel. How can I get out of this panel where I'm talking (laughs) because I want to (laughs) learn? Yeah. Well, and and that's something that we changed our mind on this year is because in years past we've always been sitting at a table doing interviews. And this time we're like, we want to be on more panels. And we want to be getting into other panels to learn, you know, because we do want to write, we do want to do do stuff for, for games and things like that. So, you know, we're in that same mindset. Like, oh, how how do we get out of this to be in that, you know? So, and it's really exciting. So that that's a bonus, and, and a lot of people I've talked to are really excited for LTUE um, over another con that's going on. So. You know,
5: yeah, like, you know, Fanex is great, and it's cool to see all those actors and get their signatures and, you know, get a chance to talk and just be like, look at all these great things.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: But, like, if you want to mm-hmm. apply other people's knowledge to real-world growth, like, LTUE is the best symposium you can go to, in my opinion.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm so freaking stoked for it. I can't even put it into words. Like, I've already just been bugging
5: you know. Peter Arulian, Drew, Larry, Korea, Howard. Like we're gonna get together. We're gonna play games. We're gonna talk. It's yeah. gonna be amazing. Yes. Yeah.
2: Maybe, but it's all small, small enough, though. If... Did we lose? That, did we lose? Zucora, Zucora?
3: No. No, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. She just like sunk into the background because of all the geekness was just like
4: oozing out of us. Like, <laughs> how do I? How do I fight this? I don't know. <laughs> it's alright. But the, but the LTUE though, LTUE is though small enough that the odds of you actually getting to meet, like actually meet and talk to on a one-on-one basis with these industry movers and shakers, leaders, founders, and innovators is pretty good. I, w- I would say,
2: that. I would say this. Your chances of meeting and talking to Matt Smith and actually spending more than five to ten seconds with him is, depends on how much money is in your wallet. For one, yep, and then two, very slim. I mean, they're pretty much probably gonna, <laughs> even then. They're going to be rushing people through, so that you probably have enough time to say hi. He signed something, and you're gone. Your chances of talking with like David Farland, Tracy Hickman, Brandon Sanderson, uh, Tracy Mangum, Blake Castleman, Howard Taylor, Dan Wells, Larry Korea. Let's put it this way: they will literally sit there and talk with you, and yeah. until the conversation is done.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, wasn't it last year that I met, you know, the DCR crew? We were just sitting there talking. Like, I was sitting with my friend Larry, and we were sitting there talking about a game we had played the night before. Yeah. And you guys sat down, and we just started talking. And, like, it was like two hours. We sat there at the table in the restaurant just chatting away. Yeah. About games and writing and
2: all this stuff. Yeah. And and that's what's really cool about this. I mean, it is in a hotel. It's very nice. There's a place, you know, they do have a restaurant. You can sit down and eat. Or I mean, there's chairs and couches everywhere, and people will just sit down, or they'll even stand and just sit there and gab, you know. And and a lot of the time, you know, the conversation ends because it's like, oh crap, I'm supposed to be in this panel, and you know, they have to take off. But it's not like, oh, I just got five minutes of time with him. They really go into a serious discussion with you, and it's awesome. Um, I don't think there's any place like it honestly i mean with many conventions i've been to i mean even with and gen con's pretty close but still nothing like it
1: oh man speak of gen con i know right should we talk uh, about it all
2: that uh we can yeah, wait Yeah, let's, let's hit it real quick oh, we, oh, can wait, be, we, we okay. only got like about 10 minutes so
1: well alan's gonna be at gen con alan why are you gonna be at gen con buddy
5: well, the uh, Schlock RPG will be Kickstarting previous to Gen Con. We'll be there. We'll be talking about it. We'll be demoing it. We'll be running games. People who back it on Kickstarter will have a chance to sit down and play a game with Howard as a character, and I'll be running that game. Nice. So you'll be able to sit down, make a mercenary company with Howard Taylor, the creator of Schlock Mercenary, play in that mercenary company in the RPG with me, the creator of the game, running it.
2: Nice. Uh, so we're going to be doing right.
5: that. Mm-hmm. We'll be playing Gallant, which I know uh, Rev has played. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I am. Joe played too, right? Yep, sure did. I am yeah, the best Ga- tracker in the world. That's a lie. He uh, <laughs> he failed every tracking roll ever made. <laughs> no, 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 not true.
2: I did succeed at one, but it was the one that didn't matter. The one that didn't matter because it was right in front of me.
5: <laughs> yeah, you're trying to find this castle in a forest, and they found the castle. And he rolled. He's like, "Look, there's the castle." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, yeah, you found it. It was awesome.
1: What's so special but, uh, about Gallant?
5: You know, Gallant, uh, honestly, you know, uh, I know Word, Drew, and Rev, and Zakora all played Smash Up. Right? Yes. Remember when we played Smash Up at mm-hmm. a Rev's birthday? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Smash Up of RPGs. You take two classes and you smash them together to make a brand new class.
3: That's
5: how the character creation goes. And it's the super, it's a, uh, you know, it was written, I wrote Gallant because I was tired of D&D and games where, like, I couldn't be a hero. Everybody wanted these dark, gritty anti-heroes. And I was like, that's not what I want to play, you know? I want to play a game where I'm the hero. I'm Aragorn, you know? I'm just, okay, I'm the yeah. good guy who always does good. And so Gallant came about this, uh, I'm like, what, hap- what happens if the King Arthur Mythos goes dark, Lancelot becomes a death knight, you know, and all this other stuff happens, and there's these evil fae and fairies. And so we wrote this setting, and then I wrote a rule set that was basically smash up the RPG. You smash two That's classes awesome. together, you make your new class, and you just go around kicking butt, taking names and being
2: awesome. And it was awesome, because we played with Larry Korea and Brian, and I couldn't track worth a heck, but that was my specialty.
4: yeah so 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 the real so the real core concept though of of gallant is that you're trying to put the heroic back into into to storytelling like a classic the classic definition of heroic right yeah you know
5: i uh you know it is kind of a cliche to call an rpg something else right white wolf calls their game storytelling game instead of role-playing games
0: Mm. yeah
5: you know but i really i really consider gallant uh HRPG, a heroic role-playing game. There, there is no room for evil or anti-heroes. Hmm.
0: Like yeah.
5: This, this says, it says in the intro of the game, which will be coming out soon, hopefully, that heroes are heroes because if they aren't, mankind dies. Like, there's no room for backstabbing and traitorism. Like, that doesn't exist. Because oh. they're mm-hmm. on such a brink that they can't possibly have that and survive. I like it. Huh. Okay. I
4: look forward to so, playing. So there's it. a, so there's a the 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 fundamentals of the storytelling are 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 just such that it's like yeah if you do it if you decide to be gritty antihero or what or something like that or or I guess I don't know because like the the, the concept of antihero comes about as we sort of are coming to grips more and more with our own like human flaws and so it's like sure no, this is like classic. Like literature storytelling. Right. So we're taught we're like you know, uh like yeah. Saint George and the it, Dragon and like Beowulf and stuff like that, sort of thing superhero. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. It's actually it's actually uh super inspired by my love of Arthurian mythos. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm big into Arthurian Mythos. where Drew can attest. He plays in my weekly <laughs> Pendragon campaign where it's all the King Arthur <laughs> all the time. And uh it's amazing. So it's inspired it's inspired by my love of knights in shining armor. People who will do the right thing no matter what. The idea of a paladin. Then I combine this with the idea of the uh, the huntsman and Snow White, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: So like it's the huntsman and a knight tracking the forest to rescue a child. Like that's kind of in my head. The core idea. Every time I think of a gallant adventure, it involves a huntsman and a knight rescuing somebody. Hmm.
3: I like it. Huh. Okay. Sounds awesome.
5: It's a lot of fun, and I uh, we did some really innovative things. I know uh, a guy named Joe and Reb can attest to the initiative system with the cards and the stances oh. of combat.
4: Yeah, yeah, it really keeps us on our toes.
1: Yeah, I, was, I look forward to playing we, it at Gen Con because we're we will be there yeah. too.
5: We actually play it every LTU. Yeah. So you're, okay, so, oh,
1: uh, you're going to be playing Gallant at LTU.
5: I'll have gallant, I'll have piasco, I'll probably have schlock. I usually carry schlock with me at all times. You never know when you want to play test. There you go. Mm. But uh yeah, we'll have it all, man.
0: (coughs) Alright. Well, guess what? We got four Mm -hmm. minutes left.
3: Oh my gosh. Yep.
0: So
4: I know the hour has already come and gone and it's already time to get back to uh already back to Fan
3: X, huh? Sorry I was a little (laughs) bit quiet there, but you guys were having so much fun, and I was listening. And But I won't be at LTUE, I don't think, but I will be at something Fantasy Con is putting up on the 13th of February. Oh, what are you going to be at? It's, It's a masquerade ball, so they want DCR to be involved with them on that. So I'll be dressed up all fancy, either in a cosplay or a big dress of some kind, Doing interviews and stuff like that, so it should be fun. It's a charity ball, cool. um,
4: so yeah. So, yeah, where where's that going to be at?
0: More details a to question. come. Yes, because I don't know. Yeah, more. Uh, t- we get information from FantasyCon and Val, so uh, it's it's going to be pretty exciting. Okay. Check out our pay, our, you know our website, Twitter, Facebook, all the wonderful places to check out information f- for us.
1: Just go to the website and subscribe. It's as simple as that. Yeah, g- 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 just g- go get to e- email College updates. Radio. Yeah, it's just going to shoot it right to your inbox, man.
4: That's very true. And then also remember to uh, look up our Patreon and uh, give us a small monthly donation, so that way we can keep uh, the great interviews coming, and hopefully we can even have prizes and extra content for you. And we Woo-hoo. and we do hey. have
2: patrons on Patreon. I got it. Yeah, I, do. I got an email.
0: Yo. Yay. So, yeah, we're going to really be over the next little while. We've got some great ideas that are going to be coming down the pipeline. Uh, Alan's been uh, helping us out with some ideas with the website. We'll talk more on that. And Let's just say there's going to be some cool stuff. Um, I've been talking with Bob
2: Salvatore about coming back on the show. He's super excited, wants to come on to talk about his Kickstarter and his game, as well as the new books he has coming out, um, as well as we got Private Year Press going to be coming on, Paizo, and Wizards within the next couple months. Uh,
0: That's crazy. All oh, of those are companies oh, I love. Oh. Uh, it'd be pretty awesome what we're going to be having rolling out. So we're focusing on me because people have said, hey, I want to hear more about games. We're bringing it to you. It's going to be
2: awesome.
1: Heck yeah, man.
0: That's our thing. It is.
2: So We listen. We do. Um, And just a reminder, keep sending in the feedback, as well as your GamerForge emails. Yeah. So. I,
1: would, I, would like to
2: hear,
1: I would like to hear from our fans how they like these two different shows a week. I think that would be very interesting to see what our fans have to say about listening to us talk or having an interview on Thursdays and then having our GamerForge and our miscellaneous stuff on Mondays. Uh, write us at info at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com and let us know what you think of this. Do you like it better than the two hours? Um, is it is something where you just want our Thursday show and then the Gamer Forge stuff put up on the website? Like, Give us your thoughts on that. Let's, I, I'm interested to see what our fans have to say.
0: Yeah. That is a very, very good idea. All right. Well... With that said, so, it's another Thursday show is out the door. We'll be back on Monday.
2: I don't know about with what, but I have some fun ideas. So we'll see what happens Monday, and mm-hmm. then of course uh, February fifth, we'll be doing a show with Happy Mitten Games, which uh, where Drew will be all excited and happy about because he he helped out uh, with that. So yeah, uh, yeah. So we got a lot of fun things coming in, and then on. We'll be at LTE on the 12th, 13th, and 14th. And then on the 19th, we have author Taryn James coming in. We're going to do a show with him. And then a book signing, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be here. awesome. So,
4: all right. So, uh, awesome. we need to sign off. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, I guess until uh, until next week, we'll uh, say goodnight Salt Lake, good night, world. And as always, please get more from your games.
0: Do you want more great shows like tonight's show? Then help support Dungeon Crawlers Radio by going to www.patreon.com forward slash dungeoncrawlersradio. Simply choose your level of support and join the geek revolution. Excellent!